0: rise up for you be better today than yesterday and prepare for a greater tomorrow good morning everyone happy wednesday this is natalina your host and founder of rise up for you thank you for joining us today we have an awesome episode that i know you're going to love episode number 44 with dale thomas Dale is an unapologetic optimist and a woman whose passion for making a difference is stamped on every page of her life. Her direct and powerful message has challenged and inspired hundreds of thousands of people around the world to making winning choices in every area of their life. She's the president and founder of Winners by Choice, but you may recognize her from one of her many national television appearances. Because of her message and her work, she has been featured on The Dr. Phil Show, The Big Idea on CNBC, CMT, and a Fox reality show featuring Paris Hilton and Nicole Richie. Dale has been inspiring audiences around the world for over 20 years. Her clientele includes Million Dollar Roundtable, McDonald's, Asia Life's Pacific Congress, Anthony International, Community Health Systems Health Trust, Northwestern Mutual, The Miss Universe Organization, Sprint, and many more. From her rural upbringing in North Mississippi, To stages around the world, Dale's message continues to empower, enlighten, and educate. Rise up for you and enjoy this episode. Well, I'm honored to have you on the show, Dale, and I always like to start off by letting the audience get to know our guest. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself?
1: Oh, of course I can. I was actually born and raised in a little tiny community in North Mississippi. So this accent that you're hearing today is a full Southern accent. I grew up in a very poor community and I never dreamed that one day I would be traveling around the world sharing a message of hope and empowerment. But that's what I do now. I'm an international motivational speaker. I'm an author. And my, I think my biggest, um, Dream is that I am always a hope dealer, and I think hope is helping other people excel. And regardless of what you do in life, I think if that is one of our objectives, we just make the world a better place.
0: I love that. And what's your journey behind, you know, Winners by Choice, and what was your aha moment into getting into this field?
1: Well, you know, it's kind of a very interesting journey. Like I said, I grew up very, very poor. But when I was a teenager, my parents had put me in piano lessons and I was started taking piano lessons from a young woman in our neighboring county. She was just a couple of years older than me, but there was something very different about her. At age 11, she had been in a tragic car accident with her family and she was told that she would probably never walk again. But not only did she learn to walk again, she became Miss America in 1980. And I witnessed so much of that journey. And I saw someone go from this place where she didn't think that anything was possible to having a dream and working toward it and defying the odds And that started my journey also of personal growth and development. And then 10 years after she won Miss America, I was actually competing at Mrs. America. I had a four-year-old child and just decided to get out of my own comfort zone and compete. I won Mrs. Tennessee, competed at Mrs. America. And after that, I started my speaking career just sharing stories and ideas of how people can change their lives regardless of their circumstances, because it's your decisions that determine your destiny, not your conditions. So when I decided to name my company, I thought I wanted to name my company something that embraced my mission statement and my philosophy of life. And I thought, Winners by choice, because every day, regardless of where you are, winning is a choice. It may, you know, be harder some days than the others, but it's always a choice. So that's how I started my journey. I grew up, like I said, so shy and so insecure. So it's just a miracle now that I make my living traveling around the world speaking for a living which is something that people fear more than anything so that's a little backstory behind winners by choice and how i'm doing what i'm doing now what keeps you motivated
0: through the storm you know i know you have winners by choice but let's say you know something tragic happens or you know as you mentioned earlier you know someone's going through something tough how do they really push themselves to get motivated through that
1: Well, for me, it's always been my faith. I've had a deep faith for all of my life. So that is the number one cornerstone for me that regardless of what I'm facing and I've lost very, very close personal friends and so many times when we're faced with a difficult situation, we ask the question, why? Why is this happening to me? Why do I have to go through this? And what I've discovered in my own personal life is that that's the wrong question. We may never know why. I lost a friend last year in his late 40s, and there's no answer to that. But the question that we have to stop and ask ourselves is, what can we do now? And every experience in my life, I've learned I either go through it or I grow through it. So what keeps me motivated is my faith, but I also am very particular about the people I surround myself with. I learned many, many, many years ago that the people that sur- that you surround yourself will either increase you or decrease you, and I read one time uh, by this great mentor, Jim Rohn, that we're the sum total of the five people that we surround ourselves with, so when I find myself, and it's always a journey, even though I make my living as a motivational, inspirational speaker, there are days that are difficult, so I turn to the quiet, I reach for my faith, I pray, I read, and I surround myself with people that lift me higher. So that's what I do when I'm walking through the storm, and you know what? It's, it's been the greatest thing for me. I love that, and I love
0: Jim Rohn. Great quote there. I know. What's the number one thing you see um, in women that you believe sabotages them and their success?
1: Oh, that is so easy, because even though I speak for diverse audiences, both men and women, I am very fortunate that a lot of my big engagements are women's conferences. And I think what I found is that this demon of self-esteem is the thing that I fought through my teenage years that ended in an eating disorder in my early 20s before I got a hold of it. And it's the messages that we're telling ourselves every day. I kiddingly say to all of my audiences, we go to war before we ever leave the bathroom, before anybody else ever speaks to us, because we're in the mirror. And instead of saying, good morning, gorgeous, which is what I teach women to say to themselves, they're looking in the mirror and going, oh, good Lord, what happened to me? What is this (laughs) on my face? Dear Lord, what is that? And then we start that personal assault because we always can find something that's wrong. So I think we start listening to those voices in our head, and yes, they are talking, and we have to be totally, completely aware of what we're saying to ourselves. And I think women say things to themselves personally, they would never say to their friends. And so I think we've got to get on this word patrol and we've got to stop and we have to stop assaulting ourselves. And I tell women all the time, if you're not willing to change it, if you don't like something about your body and you're constantly beating yourself up about it, I think if you're not willing to change it, you don't get to talk about it because you can't complain about what you permit. And so I think we have to get off our own bags and we have to look in the mirror and say, good morning, gorgeous. And we can find one thing that's gorgeous about ourselves. It's our spirits, the fact that we're alive. We're blessed to wake up. So stop finding all those negativities and get in that mirror and say, good morning, gorgeous.
0: I agree with you 100%. Um, I also tell many women, you know, it's funny because if we have family that's around us and they're being, you know, attacked by somebody verbally, we're usually the first ones to stick up for our family. Like that's very innate for us. We're very motherly.
1: Absolutely.
0: But we do it to ourselves all the time and we don't
1: stick up for ourselves to ourselves. Right, and I think we get in such a rut, and it's it's our default program, for lack of a better term. We're so used to saying that, and negative is normal. You do not have to search for negativity, but you have to stop. You have to halt. You have to pay attention to what you're saying to yourself and you have to reprogram those negative messages and the only thing that will drive out darkness is light and you've got to bring the light into your life just like you're doing with this incredible program and I just commend you for the work that you're doing to help change these messages and this perception that women have of themselves and we need to band together and stick up for each other and lovingly you know, remind each other if you hear a woman saying something negative about herself stop and remind her lovingly not to do that and you know maybe you find this also but I think that women don't know how to say thank you I know so many times when you give a woman a compliment they turn around and give it back to you you say oh your hair looks great or that's a great outfit and a lot of women will like no I've had this 10 years I got it down at the discounts you know we start giving it back So start saying thank you and embracing those messages and those gifts that people give you, even if you don't believe it yourself yet.
0: A hundred percent. I agree with you there. Thank you, Dale. So, Dale, what do you think makes someone successful? You know, there a lot of times I, I see, especially in women, them say, oh, you know, I can't do that, or I wish I had that, or I wish I can do that. And And I always tell them, well, you, you absolutely can. What do you think makes somebody different, the one that's successful and the one that hasn't yet hit their personal success?
1: Well, I think first of all, it comes with our definition of success. For me, I think the definition of success is being willing and taking action to do your 100% best with what you have at any given moment. I teach uh, how choices create champions and I think one of the greatest quotes of all time came from a coach by the name of Lou Holtz and after his team won a national championship, a reporter ran up to him and said, Coach Holtz, what did you do to go out and win this national championship? And he said something so important. He said, we didn't go out to win a national championship. We simply went Went out to be our very best. And when you are your very best, you are a champion. And I think that is the same thing with success. I think so many times women don't feel successful because they've placed that success uh, definition so far out there that it doesn't feel like it's reachable. So I think if we pull that back and say, success for me today is doing the absolute best with the God-given talent I've been given and making the most of that. And so when I see women start to take a hold of that, they start to own their talent, they start to embrace it, and they start to take the steps out there to make their dreams come true, then those are the people that... I think we define as successful. And the inner self-confidence, you know when you walk in a room, if a person walks in, if they're feeling confident, not not cocky, but confident in their God-given ability. So I say if you're listening to us today and you're not feeling successful, to turn that vision in and ask yourself, what can I do to be my best today? And it starts with changing your self-talk you said that to
0: walk into a room, not cocky, but confident. And I feel, and I see that in a lot of women, they often get that, that mixed up confident and cocky. And what happens is, is now they begin to hold back and they become extremely unconfident because they don't want to come across cocky. So what, what do you see in the difference between cocky and confident?
1: well I think a confident woman she it feels good in her skin she knows who she is so when she walks in the room she's not worried about what someone else is thinking about her she's not worried about uh, what someone else is saying about her when a confident walk, woman walks in she is there to give and when you're confident in knowing who you are you know that you are bringing a gift into the room and and you are reaching out to help others you're being a hope dealer as I said in the beginning and helping other people excel whereas I think if you're in a cocky or arrogant position that's all about you what are they thinking about me what do they think about my clothes it's me 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 but a confidence says I'm proud of who I am I'm thankful I walk in in gratitude and I walk in in the spirit of giving and those are two totally different energies and you feel them when they come in the room. That was a brilliant answer. I love that.
0: (laughs) I love that. I I think you had our soul system. (laughs) I think so too. (laughs) So can you give us a, a few tips, Dale, to stay on track and to not allow our voices in our head to bring us down?
1: Oh, absolutely. I think for me, first of all, it's the way you start your day. You know, we've been taught since we were probably in kindergarten or before, and especially now that we're such a health-conscious world, we're taught that breakfast is the most important meal of the day. Well, I believe that what you put into your brain and what you're putting into your soul, The beginning of the day will determine your productivity and your attitude for the rest of the day. So for me, I if I have to get up early, if I'm traveling, if I'm speaking, whatever I'm doing, I make sure that I get up early and I turn to the quiet. I do not start my day with news, and I'm not telling you guys not to listen to the news, but you can get the news in like five minutes on the internet. I'm telling you that if you want to fuel your soul and change your life, you have got to get committed to getting quiet. I think reading 10 pages of a good book a day will change your life. I think if you will turn your car into a rolling university, if you will listen to podcasts like this and fuel your soul, you can't expect to eat junk food every day and have a healthy body. So why do we expect to feed our souls so many negative things and live a prosperous life? Okay, that was a long answer for that question, but I am am passionate about that. I agree with
0: that. I love that. So, Dale, we're about to jump into our power section, if that's okay with you.
1: Sure, absolutely. Can you
0: tell us one book that you've read that has made a massive impact on your life that you would recommend to us?
1: Absolutely. The Artist's Way by Julia Cameron is a book that I read many years ago, over 10 years ago, and I still refer back to it. I have so many books. That is the hardest question you could ask me because I have so many. I am surrounded by books. Of course, you know, I always have my Bible. Uh, the other one that I really, really, really love is Something More by Sarah, and I don't even know how to say her last name. Uh Sarah Van Brethnick. And it is such an amazing book for women called Something More. And I have a list of those. So if anybody ever wants to reach out to me, I'll give you a list of what I'm reading.
0: Great. Thank you. And what's one thing that you've accomplished that you're proud of?
1: Oh, gosh. One of the things that I've accomplished that I'm proud of is raising an incredible son. My son, Nick, is 29 years old. He is a race car driver. And one of the really important messages I wanted to teach him since the time he was two years old was that every day was his choice and he would get up at two years old and he would growl at me and I'd look at him and I'd say good morning Nick Thomas you can choose to be happy he'd go I don't want to choose to be happy and I'd say that's okay Nick I just want you to know that that is your choice so I started pouring into him something that I did not understand as a child as a teenager that every choice has a consequences and that we actually have choices so and other than raising a great son I think that I have done the personal work to take myself from that shy very insecure young woman in Mississippi to embracing the talent that God has given me and I'm very proud of that that I have done the work and that I'm actually out there sharing that message with others that's so great and I know you touched on this a
0: little bit earlier um but are there any routines that you personally have that help you get a positive rise in your life
1: Well, uh, like I said earlier, I do all the reading, but The Artist's Way, and I don't know if you know that book or not, but The Artist's Way talks something about doing morning pages. Now, I don't know if you grew up like I did, but I always had that little diary with that little tiny lock on it like we thought somebody wasn't going to get in there, (laughs) and uh, I, even as a teenager, was doing a lot of writing, and I think maybe growing up in the country and not having friends around, that it was kind of my communication, my way of communication. Well, the Artist's Way teaches us that that's a way that we can explore what's going on inside of us. So I start every day writing those morning pages, and it's really unusual how if you just get out of the way and just start writing freehand. This is not on a computer. This is not on your iPad. This is not on your phone. This is with a pen and paper because writing clarifies thought. And if you've got a challenge going on, if you will write that challenge down, it's amazing how if you will listen and write, the answers will come. So I do that every day. And then also when I'm in my car, another Jim Rohn tip is to turn your car into a rolling university and put those positive messages in your soul, even in your car. So those are some of the things. And of course, working out and eating right and just choosing to put myself in a positive attitude because there's days that I don't feel like it. There are days I'm tired. There are days I'm in different time zones and I'm speaking and I'm tired, but I have to choose to put myself at a higher energy level and because motion creates emotion. So those are some of the things I do every day. I love that. And I drink coffee. And I drink coffee. and I I drink coffee. Me too.
0: (laughs) Dale, you've been amazing, and it's been such an honor to have you. Is there anything we didn't get a chance to talk about that you want to say or share with us?
1: Well, I wanted to tell you about something that I do called Motivational Monday, and uh, I think we'll give my website in a second, but oh, I don't know, 10 or 15 years ago, I was out on the road, and so many people gripe about Monday and starting their Monday, so I just thought why are we doing that every day that you're blessed to wake up and see the light of day you should be you should be blessed out not stressed out and so I started a motivational Monday free newsletter every single Monday it's free it drops into your email and I write it. Uh, current. So like today I was writing about getting out of your comfort zone because last week I signed up with a new trainer. I've been working out for decades. So I went to meet with this new trainer just expecting that, you know, I'd learn a few new exercises. Girl, I can't walk for three days. And I realized that I had been at a comfort zone with my training, and so today I wrote about getting out of your comfort zone. So Motivational Monday, I just want to share with your readers about that in case they need a little pick-me-up on Mondays. I love that. Thank you. So, Dale, how do we stay connected and how do we support you? Well, you can stay connected with me through all the the normal social media. Dale Smith Thomas on Twitter, on Instagram. I have a fan page. And then also dalesmiththomas.com is my website. If you go to my website, all of those links are at the homepage. I also have a YouTube channel that has a lot of my presentations on there. So if you want to see some of my full presentations, you can also go to my YouTube channel. And I just pray that uh, if you're listening to us us today that you will make it your goal to go out and be a hope dealer also, because I think the greatest gift that, that, we can give is to give you something that you go out and pay it forward that you plant that seed into someone else's life and that you not only say good morning gorgeous to yourself but you say it to five people today and that's what I challenge people to do say good morning gorgeous to five people today they may think you're crazy that's okay but you just need to plant something positive in their life and I thank you for doing this every day through your podcast it's such an amazing experience and you have blessed me by letting me be a part of this today thank you so much dale there you go that is dale thomas with winners by choice and
0: staying motivated to be the best that you can be thank you so much for joining us today be sure to share this episode and make sure you get it out there to all of your friends women and men that are in your life thank you again for joining don't forget to check us out at www.riseupforyou.com where we have a ton of resources just for you There's podcast episodes, articles, there's webinars, there's a ton of information to help empower you to help you lead your best life. And even more exciting, we are going to have our first Rise Up For You annual conference. It is set to launch on November 4th, 2016, so be sure to check out our events to see what's coming up when and how you can register to be a part of the movement. Have a great day. Rise up for you. Be better today than yesterday and prepare for a greater tomorrow.